0: And welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode episode Gundam Z podcast that finished Gundam 00 and decided it was time to da 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 duel My name is Jeremy Cracker Grenade. I'm Tyler. My name is Zach. Today we're watching episode 12 of Gundam Build Fighters Discharge. What do you guys think of this episode? I watched it a lifetime ago, I feel like. <laughs> I watched the other one we're doing tonight's spoilers like earlier tonight. It's fine i really feel like they could have cut this
1: episode except for the fact that they are now showing certain major players on the side of question mark saying ragey
2: well i mean it's not so much on the side of but like ally i guess erstwhile allies so i guess they kind of are on the side of them but at the same time like it's still a battle royale they're all like okay i'm gonna work with you because number one you have a name and i know you and everybody around them they know each other they're uh... going into it so it makes a little bit of sense but this episode felt kind of—I don't know—it it wasn't quite fillery, but at the same time, like it felt really weird. So, like, hey, fight this really big thing, because we don't want to have the three of you fight each other yet, and we don't have anything else interesting for you to do. So, fight this huge Zaku. We get a major revelation
1: about Reji, and that's what I'm here for in this episode.
0: I thought it was about Raye and Isla hanging out at the end of the episode. Oh yeah, that's, that's also great. So, if you haven't watched Gundam Build Fighters before, it's the story of Blowni Boy Say and Redoni Boy Regi. Say is a Gumpla Builder Boy who's very bad at video games. And th- in this world, if you build a Gumpla, you can fight with it against other Gumpla. But Say is very bad at that, so he teamed up with Reggie, who is a genie. Or a prince from another world, or a vampire, or a Power Ranger, or the illegitimate son of the CEO of the Gumplin <laughs> Building
2: Corporation,
0: or what was our other theory, Tyler?
2: Sentient Plasky particles. Yeah, yes,
1: a, an agglomeration of sentient Plasky particles that have been given life by the CEO of the Plasky Corporation's <laughs> fan fiction.
0: Oh, uh, they're the main characters. There's also <laughs> Riccardo Fellini, the Italian champ, who is Reggie's mentor. Question mark. Yeah. slash rival, mentor rival.
2: No, he's not his rival. Yuki was uh Reiji's rival. Unfortunately, Yuki is no longer in the in the show. And so we have a very similar looking character in Majin Kawaguchi. Yeah, Majin Kawaguchi who is the
0: tournament organizer's special entrant. He is extremely edge lord and extra and definitely not Yuki. He knows a lot about him though.
2: <laughs> and he looks very similar to him.
0: There's also Mao, who is Say's Gumpla-building rival, who learned how to build Gumpla in a dojo.
2: But unlike uh, Say, he can actually drive his creation. Is China uh, in
1: this
0: episode? China. Uh,
2: she's, I think she has a cameo appearance with Rinko. Uh, China,
0: who is Say's class rep slash crush slash not-girlfriend. Slash-girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> and Aila Yerkeainen the Finnish champion who is flirting with Reggie, but both of them are currently not aware that the other is in the tournament because she wears incredibly skin-tight cosplay with a mask to gumpla Battle.
2: I believe, <laughs> I, I thought it, they weren't necessarily flirting. They were fighting over meat buns.
0: She's flirting with him. He wants meat
2: buns. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's too dense to recognize it. Oh, he, so... He, Clearly, Reiji is the main character because he's too dense to notice the girl that's into him. Also, Rawl is there. Oh.
0: Literally just Rambaral. And Nils Nielsen, the American champion, the 13-year-old half-genius, half-ninja, half-physicist, half, 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 half gumplifighter.
2: You know, there's part of me that wished at the beginning of that when he came, when he first showed up. We just started adding titles every time Jeremy introduced him. So he was half one more thing in every episode. That was the plan, but I forgot what I had called him in previous episodes, so <laughs> There
0: it was also the plan to add a new origin for Reiji every <laughs> episode. Anyone I'm forgetting? That seems like everyone. Uh
2: I think that's everyone we had. like there's the what's it called? The Thai Champion, but I don't know his name because I don't care.
0: Long Dalala.
2: Okay and he's, he's, and he's also not really in this episode. i to say he's so barely in super this episode. episode alan shows up here he's yeah he's, that, he's make- like a side character to ma- to the majin he's
0: majin kaguchi's
2: president dude who or i guess president douchebag is in here yeah he doesn't have a name appearance. yet
0: he's just chairman he, he does and i wrote it down so i'd remember it and the moment i hit record it left my mind it starts with an m <laughs> and ends with an a douchebag uh, there's also baker chan his assistant anyone else i think that's everybody uh, anyway, they were in a battle royale, and the chairman, who does not like Reiji for unknown reasons, unleashed a giant enemy Zaku on them. Oh, no. Not a Zono, oh Do though. we know that
2: yet? Yeah. That yeah. he was the one that did it? Yeah. Uh, I guess we don't. Because I thought we found out that it was spoilers. That he let it loose in this one.
1: Yeah,
0: spoilers for about two minutes from now. So shall we get into it? We're yeah. watching episode 12, Discharge. You can watch along on Crunchyroll if you like. This one gets right into it. We immediately start with the opening sequence, which is jarring especially since you only would have seen Giant Enemy Zaku in the post-credits of last episode, and it seems like a perfectly reasonable thing to slap on the front of this one. Yep. Instead, we get an opening sequence, and then a wide shot of the uh, arena with Rambaral rushing to the arena with nobody out on the concourse. Nobody's out getting a pretzel. Everyone's too glued to the battle royale. <laughs> so,
2: do you think they have the, the, uh, the refreshments guys like, inside from, uh... Like, sports stadiums, you know, beer, get your beer, pretzel, pretzel, hot dog.
0: I don't know if that's a thing in Japan or not. Zaku, cracker. That's a good point. Grenades.
1: Oh, Zaku crackers. That would be great. Yep. Heat, hawks. They're just like... <laughs> ham <laughs> just hogs. hogs. <laughs> they're, they're hot dogs. Oh, I was going to say they're just hunks of ham on a stick, but...
0: Uh, anyway, Ramba Rambaral says the thing. I
1: love how he gets all serious when he does it, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, got, he's telling his paramour that he's going to die. Only oh, in this one, he's just like,
2: I, I forgot to set my alarm clock. <laughs> so everyone is very polite in watching this as Raul comes in. It's like, good, San Reji didn't die. And in
1: fact, they escaped their bonds. But oh no, it's a big Zaku. I like how Nils is like, <laughs> does the back lean the thing to get a better look? What
2: the hell is that? So uh, it's a really big Zaku. Yeah, giant enemy
0: Zaku appears and they don't know where its weak point is.
2: You know, it strikes me as if they really wanted to, they could all just turn around and leave. Oh yeah, no, they totally
1: could. Um, and th- They discuss that multiple times. Anyway, we cut to the chairman with an evil grin, being told that the automatically controlled Gunpla has been sent onto the battlefield. I'm not sure what to think of the fact that he calls his assistant Babe at this juncture. They have a very interesting relationship, they is do,
2: what yes. I will say. <laughs> you know, this kind of undermines the whole idea of a tournament. It, like, having... Put it, putting your hand in like this is kind of ridiculous. We've already talked about how the format is already ridiculous. It's already a
0: series of events the competitors do not understand ahead of time that seem random and
2: arbitrary. Yes, but this one is actually somebody has decided I'm going to change the rules middle of the match. This I, would be like saying next guy who takes Baron wins game automatically. I
1: would be fine like 20 with 20 minutes having... into a game like random obstacles and stuff i mean this um, is
0: why they turn off items in competitive smash yeah exactly anyway she's like yeah anyway i found out that the pilot of the star build strikes name is reiji no last name given and the chairman is like oh man his name is the same
2: arian is no like, it's not possible so <laughs> arian is either reiji's real name his last name or uh some dude i love the animation on the chairman thinking and like double he's like
0: hmm, I might be screwed. No, that's not possible. But what if it were possible? I would be screwed. And like, the increasing stress on him, I actually <laughs> he, as that keeps calling him President Douchebag, and he is, but he's like, weirdly sympathetic in his like, oh no, my mistakes are coming back to haunt me and his anxiety about it.
2: <laughs> well, we don't specifically know what those are. Anyway. So it's a 148 scale mega size Zaku. And everyone is confused i love the commentators like looking at their other guys like hey what's going on they're like I, they didn't kinda, get word i kind of thought of that guy as like he's the stats guy like he's the guy who's feeding him information so he looks back at him because the dude's on his phone like trying to get information for the stats guy's like so you got anything for me and dude's like so the the zaku immediately goes after the build strike and
0: say is like hey this seems like some
2: bullshit And Ricardo Felitti's like, maybe somebody has a
0: transforming mobile Gunpla that
2: hit a giant Zaku inside. I feel like you would be able to see this one specifically (laughs) if, if someone was using something on this size.
1: Anyway, it starts firing its giant machine gun, which is apparently very hard to dodge. I don't understand why this would be any harder to dodge than a regular size machine gun.
0: I mean, the bullets are larger, so if they're moving at the same speed, there's more area you have to dodge.
1: Yeah, but it's not aiming any faster.
2: Anyway, Ricardo Fellini is almost crushed by discarded shells. That I, I do love. love. <laughs> the, I love the animation that just shows all of those spent casings spilling out of it.
0: It's the most OAuth team they've animated in 20 years.
2: And the, the shin missiles?
0: Yeah. Anyway, this so thing is apparently see huge So everybody can see threat. that
2: explosion.
0: And Majin Kawaguchi's like, oh, let me put it on my scanners. It's like, what the fuck is that thing doing here? Ah, oh, I see it's an unmanned machine used by the system for raid battles. It's a raid boss they just put in here for PVE. <laughs> why did they do this? This is not PVE. Why, why
2: did they turn it on now? It's and anime <laughs> <yeah, his laughs> <enemy laughs> rival enraged.
0: <laughs> he, Kakarot! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so he calls Alad. He's like, huh, that's weird. He can call outside people in the middle of the game? Well, he's allowed
1: to. He's the masian.
2: The- that seems a little unfair.
1: It's phone a Friend.
2: He- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get three lifelines during the tournament. And so Alan goes in and tells the chairman about the Zaku running wild and is like, we need to stop the game because it's currently fucked up.
0: The chairman's like, nah, no, it's great for our ratings. Look at our ratings. People love a giant Zaku. Have you ever
1: noticed that Alan always looks incredibly concerned at all times? There's something about the way his eyes are drawn.
0: Yes. That's just not at all times. Occasionally, he'll look happy. Like when he was watching the Saiyan Reiji battle with Yuki, he looks sort of satisfied. And afterwards at the train station, but frequently, yes.
2: Right now, he actually looks more annoyed. Like, I can't believe you're doing this.
0: Meanwhile, in space. So Isla's phone a friend is like, hey, Isla, we're not going to Earth after all. There's a giant zaku there. So just chill here.
1: And she's like, okay, I guess this is really boring, though.
2: And then these two guys are like, all right, let's, uh, we're not going to go anywhere close to that. Go back underwater. The, the sketchy
1: brothers
0: with their high gog are like, "Away, <laughs> by gog, <laughs> hide gog cut to China and Rinko and Rinko being like, um, what does this mean? And she like, I don't know. Ramba Rawl's not here to expose it at us, but it looks like that giant gupple is after the build strike for some reason.
2: How fast do you think it takes to reload those?
1: I was wondering how many goddamn Shin missiles it has. Where is it getting the munitions from? It just has a leg They're full of missiles.
0: <laughs> yeah, I assume this is a raid boss, basically, and so it's built to have infinite missiles or to fire through them on a timer, because the actual Zaku only has the three. So Mao and Felina are like, hey, let's just run away from this Zaku. And Ragey's like, yeah, but it's after me. Yeah, I mean, something. specifically, it is chasing me. <laughs> like, But it's not very fast. They could just leave. I assume it does not accelerate quickly, but I would bet it has a larger top speed, especially from this shot where it jumps at them and nearly grabs them, and they just barely manage to get out of the way. It
1: tries to G-R-A-S-P them.
0: Yes. It goes full double dragon, too. Well, the chairman's like, good, good, let the, what's that thing called again? And her, his assistant's like, yeah, it's an MS-06F Zaku 2, sir. She's got <laughs> like the,
2: the glowing eyes, like, I'm fed up with you look on her face. To me, this is like the mega nerd, like, I have the full, like,
0: push up my glasses glare face, in my opinion, as she gives it, not even the MS-06, she just adds the F on there for the extra, so you know exactly which model of Zaku
2: 2 it is. Well, it's also, the reason why I say it's the fed up with this, because her, she's also got, like, the flat lips. That's true.
0: And he's like, yeah, a Zaku. You get it, Mr. Zaku. (laughs) (laughs) And Alan's like, okay, I guess my work here is done. My boss is an asshole. And Reggie's like, Say, what should we do? Should we discharge to escape? And Say is like, hey, you're the pilot. What do you want to do? And Reggie and Say are like, yeah, we should be shown an anime, boys, and destroy this against the odds, even though it doesn't help us in any way.
1: So, anyway, they proceed to start
2: doing that. Forgetting, of course, that you're <laughs> revealing another one of your cards. It's fine. Not that this particular card is actually any use.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's sure as convenient. They have this boss killer function that whose only purpose is this.
0: Well, I guess if they fought something like the uh, Aspirus that they had to fight at the day spa, it might be helpful. If yeah, they that's a, fair. Or like the Gao they were fighting <laughs> earlier. Not in a one-on-one.
1: Yeah, well, it depends on your your opponent is. And how slow they are. How incredibly <laughs>
2: slow they are. And how they much are. they take a nap in the middle of your charge. It but does we'll take, take a that. while.
0: So Say tells Reiji to aim at the joints. Unfortunately, the Zaku is quick enough to at least guard itself. And Nils Nielsen is like, "What are those dumbasses doing fighting it? I guess I'll watch and see if they play any cool cards."
2: Why well, do that? Because survival is the top priority. But <laughs> did... he has this amazing fantasy of Don Quixote fighting a windmill Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh, that's not really the same thing. <laughs> like your your analogy is wrong.
0: They're tilting at Zaku, Zach.
2: Yep, yeah, but that's not what that
0: is. And Rama Rawls like, it's because they're good Shonen boys, and this is their only option. Well,
2: basically, if the thing keeps chasing them, they'd be running away from this thing the entire battle royale.
0: Uh, Nils Nielsen would use that to adva- his advantage and just have it step on various <laughs> people
2: as it chased
0: him.
1: So anyway, they try to get close, and it goes, cracker grenade.
2: Yeah, it, th- it throws its crack grenade. <laughs> which <but> causes or- <laughs> the star build strike to slide along the ground. <laughs> but it doesn't do any more damage than a normal crack grenade does. But it- then it's like, all right, I got you down, so I'm going to toss another one at you. Yeah, coup de grace with a crack grenade. But it's
0: destroyed from off screen by a laser blast. And hey, it's Fellini and Mao. Remember how they're still here? And they're so like, they were well, gonna
2: book, they were gonna leave, but then they're like, all right, well, I guess those two idiots are sticking around, so we're gonna fight.
1: This is too funny to watch. And uh, Reiji's like, Fellini, get out of my way. And
2: Fellini's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just saved your
1: dumbass.
2: <laughs> and that this is a good shot where you can actually see the the, the, the under rifle underslung for the, the wings beam rifle. Yeah, it's very
0: cool. And Niels Nielsen is still like, but why, man?
2: Why is everybody fighting it? And Majin Kawaguchi <laughs> is like, I want to go fight it.
0: And Alan calls him and is like, hey, man, what are you doing? You don't have to join Chairman Mishida's game. That's his name, Mishida. There we are. You were right. <laughs> and Alan's like, remember when you were like, all I care about is victory champion. Rah! Don't forget about it. And Majin Kawaguchi's like, god damn it. I am in my Majin Kawaguchi cosplay. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let my Shonen Yuki get out
2: you burning Yuki so the, spirit. The, the other three guys, Mao, <laughs> Reiji, and uh, Fellini, overheat the Zaku's head and blow it off.
0: Which also causes it to drop its gun and almost trip over, but it catches itself. And giant enemy headless Zaku continues to persist. I was going to say, you know, the
1: weak spot on a Zaku, the head, the part oh. that actually matters. So, isn't it-
2: the camera in the head?
0: Uh, the main camera, yes, but they also have cameras and the guns and such. How does that affect build fighters is an excellent question. Like, it is AI controlled, so maybe it does. I would put it in the chest, but... That would make more sense.
2: Well, isn't that where the pilot is?
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: which is also where you put the AI, obviously.
0: Well, I'm saying, does the AI, like, only be... Is it only able to see through the cameras on what Azaki would be, is what I'm saying. Yeah, think, who, who knows? So it says, like, okay, it's not done yet. Reggie, use our second special move.
1: Plug the shield into the rifle, which does look rad. And then they begin the slowest charging sequence. This is Dragon Ball Z levels of charging sequence. This
2: is useless in this, ga- in this kind of game.
0: Yeah, it does seem like Say would not have designed it for that reason. It seems like it should need to charge up this fast normally, and you should be able to plug the shield and the particles into it to shoot it instantly is how it should work. But Mao and Fellini are here to defend him. And we get to see Fellini's cool laser cape shield. I
2: kind of like Fellini's laser cape shield. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's It's very dumb. It's like a matador cape.
1: Yeah. But anyway, they get cracker-grenaded out of the air, and they're about to go down. Karrara is like, no, Fellini, my boyfriend! (laughs) And suddenly a katana comes out of nowhere. Who could have thrown a
0: katana? I think it's kind of lame that we see Fellini see Nils up in the tree. Just because of the scene later, tries to treat it like a reveal that Nils helped them. Which, like, it would not be a reveal to anyone with a brain, even from the sword. But I will at least buy it like nobody else noticed in the confusion. When Fellini goes and looks at it or talks to him. It would be later.
2: if they don't show Fellini looking and he just goes and talks to him.
0: Yeah. Or if we didn't know who Nils Nielsen was. But we even cut to Nils Nielsen being like, hey, I don't know. I guess the ending theme song should play since you're about to shoot a giant gun. But anyway, they're still charging their laser when a Zaku bazooka gets loaded at them. But then another blast comes from off-screen, and we don't actually see who shoots this one. And it's it, the major. It
2: knocks it off balance
0: long enough for them to finish charging their laser.
2: Okay did any, did any of us guess that it was anybody other than the one other character that we've been yeah shown o- so
1: far?
0: Yeah, obviously it was Kawaguchi. But the Nils Nielsen should be as subtle as that, and obviously you know who it is. But. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, they fire their laser, which fires a bunch of smaller lasers through a star portal thing and overheats the giant Zaku, I mean, and they win.
2: Honestly, that is the I'm clearing out a horde. That, that's like the I kill that's the orbital button? bombardment. Like, <laughs> why would you use that in a game mode like this? You're shooting at one guy. I mean, it, that way they can't dodge.
0: For the drama, it's, it's shotgun mode. Anyway, Say and Reiji continue to be very good at high fives and high five each other. And wouldn't you know it, we don't get an eye catch.
1: You know it. You love it. It's everyone's favorite part of the episode. That part where I plug a bunch of stuff. Um, hi, and thank you for listening to episode 12 of Gundam Build Fighters with us. The one in which the big Zaku go boom. Also, more Reiji and Isla shipping, which everyone loves um yeah i'm a, I'm a little bit spacey i just finished digging a bunch of holes in my yard and i don't know if you've ever had to dig a big hole before but it turns out that's pretty taxing anyway here's the plug um for our patreon.com slash last podcast um episode 39 if you can believe it of what's a gundam just went up recently if you want to hear kevin and jeremy talking about gundam wing a show i hope we never do with the rest of us because uh yeah, hey, you're a Gundam fan. You're listening to this podcast. You know what's up. But anyway, if that sounds like a cool time to you for one dollar, you can show us that you care that we exist. and for five dollars, you also get access to all of our episodes early in addition to bonus content. Also,, uh, you can check out our discord just cuz, um where a bunch of nerds mostly do a bunch of models and other hobbies and talk about video games and comic books and stuff anyway that's all i've got uh let's get back to it and shortly watch ragey beat up a bunch of thugs kind of it's off screen
0: and then when we're back from not having an eye catch wouldn't you know it the battle royale is over
2: the mega size Zaku is out, and apparently they're all everyone else died at the same time. No, so it's, it's
1: they actually just forgot to be keeping count, and they're like because they got distracted by the Zaku fight, and they're like, oh, the Zaku's gone. Oh shit, we've actually been <laughs> over for like five
0: minutes. Chuna is relieved. Rinko is like, yeah, I bet I bet my son could do it. R- Rinko's mimosa drunk. I've decided <laughs> is what's happening. <laughs> Checks out, and Chuna's like, but they took so much damage. And Reggie's like, how is it? And Say's like, it's fine. The shield's busted, but we made a spare. And I can fix the rest of the night.
2: He asks Mao, cause Mao is standing with them. He's like, How's yours doing? He's like, I've got a spare gun. I lost my gun. Yeah, I've got a I've got a spare. And Fellini said his wasn't bad either. Duke looks like he's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you wonder, like, how many spares would you have to build for? The, like, I guess it wouldn't be a matter of like, how many rounds are there, and then looking into like, okay, I need four spare shields and four spare guns because those are the things that are most likely to get destroyed without the rest of my model getting wrecked,
1: and one spare gu- whole ass gunpla. I feel. Yeah, I was but. going
0: to say, I feel like the way this would actually go is you would build four
2: gunpla, and maybe you mix and match them if you just need parts. Well, depending but. on if we, depending on if it's one and done, like if you lose and are out. You wouldn't need four spare gunplow for that, because if you lose your gunplay, you're just done. I mean, I guess that's true. But your, your tournament is done, whereas the other ancillary equipment, you could lose that and still be in the tournament.
1: Just throw your gun at people like your Kira Yamato.
2: Yeah, but
0: you never know when you're going to do a full the end of mobile suit gundam in a battle and just be a torso at the end that <laughs> manages to shoot its
2: gun at Shar at the last second, so be prepared. Yeah, no, I mean you still would probably want to have one or two spare full full spare gunplows. Another victory like that and we are doomed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, we cut to Rambo being like, hey, what was up with that giant Zaku? That seems like a dick move. And, and the chairman's like, uh, I'm a dick. Yeah,
2: the chairman's like, I'm a dick.
0: Angry, stomping away. And Rambo like, it seemed like it was only after Reiji. Although maybe I'm
2: being biased because they are my the guys I'm coaching. You know, it wouldn't. Be very surprising to pretty much anybody that it was only after the Starbuild strike, but at the same time, like you could easily explain it as that's the first thing it that's the first one it saw, yep. so it just immediately targeted that guy. It only and has an eye for you. Also, Fellini and Mao both fucked off right away.
0: So Nils Nielsen is in the hallway where he's confronted by Riccardo Fellini, and Nils is like, What do you want, you creepy old man?
2: <laughs> as, as Fellini is doing the leaning in a doorway, looking away when he walks over. And Fellini's like, hey, thanks for throwing your sword. We didn't already show you all of this. That should have been where they showed that yeah. Ricardo saw him. Like You could still have the like display thing in there, but don't show it before this.
0: Yeah, and Nils has a quick reaction of, oh shit, he saw me. But then he gets cool and is like, no need to thank me. I just wanted to prolong the battle to see if I saw any cool features like your laser cape.
1: Or a giant fuck off cannon or something. That is
2: completely useless in the context of this <laughs> tournament. Except for that one very specific moment that you just used it in.
1: I like how Fellini's like, was it worth it? Neil Nils is like, oh, it's totally worth it to see that completely useless cannon.
0: Well, at least he spins it as I figured out how the star-built Strike works. By by seeing that useless cannon.
2: It doesn't he says it, it doesn't des- destroy the beans. It absorbs, it absorbs them. It. and I'm like you didn't just know that? <laughs> like
1: well, I can see just erasing stuff. Who knows how Plavsky particles work? He's trying to get a PhD in Plavsky particles. Well, he gets hit yeah. three
2: times and then turns into, like, gets the cape and all of the super move. Yeah, but why By would me, you assume so-
0: those are related if you are just watching? If like, in a narrative context, obviously they're related. In, like, a watching a sporting event, why would you assume those are related?
2: I would probably assume they're related under the idea of if it just erases them, okay, whatever. But if I just assume it absorbs it, that's far worse for me. So I'm going to assume it absorbs it because that way I can play around that assumption. Because if it erases them on the shooter's end, it doesn't change anything.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you just shouldn't use beam weapons. So just assume the worst is true. (laughs) And this kid's supposed to be smart. Anyway, he's like, now that I understand how it works, I can prepare for it. My victory will be rock solid. I tried to rock pun, I don't know why. It's not really my thing at all. I and- don't understand why. Fellini is just like, you think you're so smart. But you are a shounen boy under there too. Admit it. That's why you dress up like a samurai.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you are wearing full samurai garb. So
2: we go to like the chairman's office. Man, Rayji looks so (laughs) bored as apparently they like took his Gundam license picture. I love it. (laughs) It it feels very in character. It does. I Uh, wonder what the status things say there. Where he's ninety four percent, fifty seven percent, eighty one percent, A minus, A plus.
0: Ninety four percent is good at gunpla. Fifty seven percent is good at math. (laughs) (laughs) Eighty one percent
2: is cool hair. I think fifty seven percent is build or Gundam knowledge. A minus is his blood type. And A-plus is his rank in the tournament so far. So 57% is uh, passing that first test to clear the Elite Four.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He got kicked out of the tournament because of that. So the chairman is looking at Reggie being like, oh man, if he was the right age, that's what he would look like. It's too strong a resemblance to be a
2: coincidence. But if so, why hasn't he done anything to me? And my immediate thought was, why do you assume that he knows you're there? (laughs) I I love the animation. He's like, man, am I overthinking
0: it? And then we hear somebody trying to stop someone from getting into the chairman's office.
2: I believe it's specifically we hear the secretary trying to prevent uh, the Majin here from coming into his office. So Majin Kawaguchi walks in, and the president's like, Hey, good job being Majin Kawaguchi. What are you here for? And uh, he, so Majin Kawaguchi threatens the tournament organizer. Please
1: refrain from selfish actions. And the chairman is like, Oh, a Zaku? That was a fun Zaku, when he just grabs his wrist.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he grabs his wrist and just repeats, please refrain from any selfish actions over and over
2: again. And just like the most deadpan voice. (laughs) Like, obviously not speaking Japanese, it's hard to tell exactly, but it just feels like he's just being absolutely deadpan. Like, you will not do this again, or I will hurt you.
0: Baker Chan is like, stop. And he just said, chairman, please refrain
2: from it. The chairman's like, okay, God, let go of my wrist. Like, he is aggressively polite.
1: (laughs) He's like, okay, anyway, sorry, bye. Sorry
2: for interrupting,
1: if you'll excuse me. And the chairman's like, I've never experienced physical pain before. And was rolling around on the ground. And his assistant does like the Japanese, like, your pain is gone chant thing. And I don't, what is with the, I don't understand. What is with this chairman?
0: They have a very interesting relationship. You know, everybody in the company is like, they're fucking right. And they absolutely are not. But everybody who has <laughs> ever met them thinks that they are. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. And it's not a thought that has ever crossed either of their minds. It's something that might <laughs> conceivably happen. Anyway, we cut to Alan talking with the Majin and being like, man, the chairman sucks. And Yuki's like, yes, I can't stand selfish actions.
2: And this is where we get the reveal of, if you hadn't figured it out already, that he was the one that took the shot that knocked it off balance.
0: He's like, yeah, I recognize my own sniper rifle beams. I spent all night on that sniper rifle. And by all night, I mean like a month and a half. It was my job.
1: (laughs) Cut to a sweet sniper rifle, which I assume he keeps the parts for in his weapon funnel (laughs) shooter things.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, with with the other ones, it makes sense because they would fit, but the long-range rifle, they're like, where did that actually come from? I
1: assume he has to build it.
2: So he gives the reasoning that it, you know, it's not good enough to win, I have to win against someone who is at their best, and not take advantage of somebody who's been battered.
1: As I must crush my enemies. <laughs> Cut one dormitory over.
0: Or say <laughs> is checking over the build strike. And Reggie's like, "Hey, it's dinner time," and says like, "I have to finish working." Hey, Reggie, are you going out for snacks again tonight? And I love Reggie's like,
2: like the cookie. He's
0: in the cookie jar, look. But says like, "Get me something too."
2: Yeah, I, I actually really love the fact that like, Say just knows that Regie is doing this, and Rayji totally thought he was sneaking away. So Say's like, "My
0: cool absorb system. Long Dalala knows about it, and I should assume other people do too."
1: Which means I'll have to come up with a cooler absorb system.
2: You have to figure out a way to absorb physical missiles. Absorb ballistics.
1: Well, okay, it's actually like Ness, who has both an absorb and a reflect attack. He just needs to give it a home run bat.
2: Depending on the situation, I may use to use my
0: third secret system. Dun-dun-dun, foreshadowing of.
1: Yeah, I mean, we get it next episode, so. <laughs> Cut to Convenient Mart, my yeah. favorite store. <laughs> it's actually convenient um, because it's broken up by the window.
2: So Reiji is walking along, and somebody throws a bag at him. Bun
0: surprise. Yeah, it's meat buns. And Isla's like, hey, you gave me way too much money. There's your change. I converted it into meat buns. <laughs> and Reiji is like, but,
2: but these, these are, are cold. cold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because
1: she's been waiting there for who knows how long for Reiji to show up at a random convenience store.
2: <laughs> yeah, so she's like, I paid you back right away. And he just tosses them back and is like, yeah, these are cold. No. And she's like, no, take them. I don't want to owe you. It's not fair. I didn't know when you were coming. I love these two
0: together. Ah, they're amazing. And so they start trying to, the opposite of their first meeting, throw meat buns at each other. And then they they almost drop it, but this time they catch it together. Yep, and they're both like, oh, thank God, the meat buns.
2: (laughs) And then Isla gets embarrassed as she looks up
0: at Reiji. And they're very close. And then a wild gang from a Persona game shows
2: up. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, Oh man, look at the tweenagers flirting. Which causes <laughs> Isla to get super embarrassed and yell, and at, yell them. at them. And apparently Raiji's offends like, them so much that this middle schooler is yelling at them. Well, they are gang members. They
0: can't have their street cred ruined by a middle schooler.
1: Anyway, Isla's getting ready to kick her, their asses, their collective ass, which she definitely would. And Ragey's like, nope, I've been waiting all this time to get into a real fistfight with someone.
2: Unfortunately, they brought
0: baseball bats to this fistfight.
2: No, it feels more like the chivalrous thing. Like, I'm not going to let a, a, a woman fight this fight. Oh, yeah, th- that's I'm not actual let the actual this but... fight but...
0: Anyway, the episode ends with
2: Reggie staring down three gang members. <laughs> what show is this? <laughs> <laughs> is it wrong of me that I just kind of assumed this was an even fight? No, as we'll find out. <laughs> so so uh, we're, we're back at with the chairman and his secretary as she's pouring him wine as he's very concerned about Reggie. Well, she's like, why are you so concerned about this random ass kid with red hair? And
0: he's like, do I have to tell you why? And she's like, it's not. It's fine, I guess. I'll do whatever you say, Mr. President. And he's like, good, do that. So anyway, how's our evil plan? (laughs) And she's like, coming along evilly. I've rigged their next opponent. They'll be facing the Thai champ. Long Delala. And I love how we see him in, like, the workout room. <laughs>
1: in the worst tracksuit. Why does his tracksuit have, like, giant metallic buttons on be- it? Because
0: this is just his character design suit. He's not in, like, a special workout suit. Despite them making a full-ass character design for Carlos Kaiser, they couldn't <laughs> give Long Dalala a second outfit for working out. <laughs> anyway, Ikira's like, their defeat is inevitable. And the chairman is like, this boy can't be The prince? The
1: prince?
2: the prince so, so
1: raji was telling the truth the first time
2: <laughs> i'm amazed actually it definitely seems like he was actually telling the truth
0: but i'm going to get rid of him anyway because i don't like his face
2: and then the actual big cut the actual big like cliffhanger is raji has apparently hurt his wrist in his fist fight yep and i was like oh no should i make the pain fly away <laughs> with meat buns <laughs> do you think I- isla actually would know that chant
0: no because she's from finland i don't know what finnish pain culture is like
2: <laughs> pain
0: culture. maybe that's the ep- title of the episode we'll see <laughs> what did you think of the episode guys i know we did that at the beginning but let's pretend we didn't and do um, it again now
1: i did forget about the second half of the episode which was actually way more interesting than the first half of the episode i could take or leave the fight but like all the uh post-action stuff is pretty decent
2: Yeah, I would concur with that. The the fight with the big Zaku really isn't all that interesting, especially because it's finished off with the dumbest weapon we've seen so far, but everything after the fight is just fantastic.
1: I'm trying to think if that's legitimately the dumbest weapon we've seen. Yeah, because It seems we've seen
0: like some it shouldn't be, weapons. but I think it is. <laughs> well, it seems he... like there should have been something stupider on uh, Suzuki's Gian, but I don't think there was. Well,
2: I mean, when you take into account the fact that it needs to take in the particles from being shot at or just absorbed, I'm assuming you can probably draw a sword if he gets hit with it. We haven't seen him try yet. But then it takes an eternity to charge to fire. Oh, I mean, That seems like the actual design flaw in it. And it seems like he can't move while using it.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's a dumber weapon. Because it's an impractical weapon, but is there a dumber weapon? And I don't think so. Maybe cotton? Do we count (laughs) cotton spray?
0: Do you have a high point, Tyler?
1: Simultaneous meat bun catch. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, that's my favorite position, too.
2: (laughs) Zach? Uh, I think all of the Isla... I love Reiji's stuff is great. I think that might actually be it. But since Tyler took that one, I'm going to go with the second one where of a Reiji's reaction when Say is like, hey, you're going out for snacks again. Get me something.
0: Yeah, those are both really good moments. I guess I will continue the trend of the post-fight stuff and have it be Majin Kawaguchi holding the chairman's wrist and just being like, hey, cut it out. Do you have a low point, Tyler? Aim for the
1: head, the known weak spot on all Zaku's. I mean, it is the unarmored spot. Yep. Uh, which I guess did actually kind of work out, but just seemed like a bad strategy. And the, it seemed like the writers wanted the fight to be over as much as we did. So,
2: <laughs> Zach, I would have to go with them showing uh, Neels after he throws the sword to skewer the two missiles because then they do it again like two minutes later.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to go with and because I didn't think you were going to take it from me, but then you did. So I am going to go with the bit where they're like, hey, Isla, just stay there and don't do anything this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: runner-up for low point there were no fish in the chairman's fish tank in his inexplicably placed hotel aquarium
0: i choose to think of that as ca- a character revealing show showing that he wants to be a fancy person with an aquarium but is not willing to take care of them or hire someone to take care
1: <laughs> of them. i assume it just comes with a hotel room <laughs> but
0: do you have an mvp tyler that's a thing we do and i almost forgot
1: yeah um i was trying to think of who i think the mvp this episode is i mean it's got to be ragey i think he does everything.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that because he does a lot of the stuff in the fight, despite the fact that the fight's not great. And then he is such a big part of, obviously, the Reiji and Isla meat bun chronicles.
1: Uh, he's also the, the chairman's focus. Um, I don't know. I could have almost given it to Yuki, but...
2: I think I will give it to Yuki
0: just because our unanimous Reiji doesn't seem right to me, despite Reiji doing a lot in this episode. Anything else we want to say on it? It was it, It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I think we are in the... Sl- slog part of Gundam Build Fighters. Now, that slog comes with the Reiji and Isla ship bolted onto it, so it's actually way less of a slog, (laughs) but a lot of the action bits kind of uh, are not the best in this part of the series. So, we will be back next week with Lucky Episode 13, Battle Weapon.
1: As opposed to a war weapon.
0: Podcast ended.